Alright, good evening everyone. How are you doing? Welcome to Potosaurus. My name is Lou and today we're joined with Ken. Hello. And our special guest, Fangirl Has No Name. Hello. How are you, How are you guys? Alright. I'm alive. <laughs> Timber isn't here this time and possibly not the next time as well. Um, we'll know closer, so at least this one and the next one we're probably going to have guests. I don't know. Fangirl, what are you doing in two weeks? I'm free if you guys want okay. me back. Might have fangirl again. If not, we'll get someone better. You know, just figure. Let's see how that <laughs> goes. <laughs> but yeah, how, how have you guys been? It's been for Ken. It's been like I don't know, five days since I talked to you. Yeah. All right. Watch. And you five. fangirl. What have you been up? Oh, I sorry, have been. I've been surviving. Neat. And you? Yeah. How have you been doing? Um, I've been taking a lot of floor naps lately. And, like, just trying to, like, get by each week, getting things together. I am so behind on everything. I have not finished my script for Retrosaurus 5 yet. I have not. Because I just, like, it... I, You know when you, like, you need to work on something, but you just can't get your creative brain flowing? Like, you oh, have everything there, and... My so God. I'm just, like, stuck. I'm just waiting for me to, like, like, for it to click. And I try to get two of them out a month. And, like, this one might be out, like, beginning of June. So June might have three or something. I don't know how mad people will be at me on Patreon, but I'm like, I'm trying. The beginning of the month was a whole fucking train wreck of nothing working and, like, lo- loads of depression. So I'm, like, trying <laughs> to get back on a schedule right now. Isn't it amazing when people talk about, oh, we have all this time now and you have all this time. And then you realize that you have no time at all or that you can't yep. get yourself into any kind of routine where yep. you feel like doing creative stuff. Yeah, that's that's been me too. I have um I have stared blankly at the fifth chapter of my novel that I was supposed to have to my writers group this past week and I ended up skipping it because I stared at a document for at least 16 hours and couldn't come up with anything to write, so I just kind of like shelved it for a time being and moved on to other things. So, that was kind of depressing. <laughs> Ken's been playing a ton of games. Yeah, I, I, I was supposed to be doing reviews instead, but like, not only am I just playing games, but it, it's creative wise. I'm, I've been kind of just drawn, drained. Yeah, I feel that. Like I, it's it's not even that I don't have motivation to do it. Like I just can't. I have to be in a certain mindset, which usually hits me at night, and then I'm just like, okay, I can I can type this up now. Like, this is how I used to write essays in school. I would, like, procrastinate, or just, like, I'd wait until it finally hit me, and I'd get, like, hit with that, like, motivation to write, and, like, it'll, like, you know, every, all the juices were flowing, and then, like, I could knock the whole thing out. And I'm, like, a third to halfway through it. Like, I have down what I want. I have it, like, have the intro... I have, like, the general background stuff like that, and I even have it broken down what I'm going to talk about. And then, like, I got to it, I'm like, I don't remember what word this is in English, and I just haven't gotten back to it yet. I need to at least just record the gameplay for it. Maybe I should just at least do that, and then maybe it will help. Because I did that with Haunting Ground. I took a short break, played a little bit of it, and then it all, fl- like, came back a little bit more. 
And I feel like with writing, once it's it's with it, at least with me, once you get it in your head, you have to mm. get it out. No matter what yeah. it is, you have to get it out, and it's completely all-consuming until you get it out. And then once you do, it's like your brain just kind of shuts down. You know what time of day that usually hits me? Like two in the morning. Yeah, or like like midnight. I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna go to bed. It's like, oh wait, this is a good idea. And then I'm just like, fuck, it's three. How yeah. did this happen? I have to wake up at six thirty. Mm-hmm. I wake up at six thirty every day. I don't know if people realize that. I stream every morning, like throughout the week, at seven a.m., which means I'm up at six six thirty every morning. I hate mornings so much. Yeah, I was gonna say you really hate mornings. <laughs> I hate mornings, and I like being up late. In my, it, it's starting to like really affect my uh, ability to stay awake throughout the day, which is why I've been taking a lot of floor naps. Do you like your time? Um, if I would stream at night, if like if like it was working, like if I had a job on top of my streaming job and like content creation job, I would stream at night. Not no even problem. like that's at what I used night. to do. Not even at, like at night, like like brunch. I would do that, but the thing is, I'm so solidified at that 7 a.m. start time. That's fair. And, like, that's where, you know, that's... I like getting my work done early in the day, too. I hate mornings, but I would rather get through my day and then just have yeah. the rest of the day do whatever I want. No, I that's feel what that, I do. yeah. So, like, when I had to switch to, like, noon for a while, I was just like... So, I'm wasting my morning waiting to start at noon, and then, like, my evening feels kind of shot, because, like, I finish at, like, 5 or 6. I'm like, shit, it's time for dinner. Yep. And I don't, I don't like that at all. Like that's, what, I always hated getting the middle of the day shifts from um, when I worked shift work, because they're like, oh, you can come in and work from like ten until six. I'm like, this is the worst fucking yeah. schedule. Yeah, no, in I, the world. I feel that. My favorite work schedule I ever had was six a.m. to two p.m. It felt like I had so much more time during the day. And my before the quarantine hit, um, I was getting up and I was getting everybody to school, and then I was like, like. I got everybody to school by eight and then I was, I worked out and I still had the entire morning to do stuff and it felt so good. And I cannot for the life of me continue that when I don't have to get everybody else up. When I just have Mm -hmm. to be responsible for myself, it just goes all to hell. (laughs) (laughs) My dad had a schedule for a long time. He would get to, I think he would leave the house at 3.30 a.m. Like wake up at three, leave at 3.30, start work at four, get off at noon. I don't think I could do that early. That Because mm. then you have to go to bed at like 9. Oh, he didn't. I don't think he... He's a night owl too, but I don't think it bothered him too much. Because then he's just like, well, I'm off at noon. I can do whatever I want the rest of the day. He could go home, take a cat nap, and then like be awake by the time... Like, you know, a little bit in the afternoon, then like see grandkids, stuff like that. So it didn't, never bothered him that much. He hates it now because he's like 60 and he's tired of doing that schedule, but... oh. But they're also like really fucking with his schedule right now because also I'm saying the F word once because I'm trying to figure out how they're finding like the the last episode got flagged as explicit, but I didn't tag it as that. And I don't know how they figured it out. Because I don't know. Okay. Side side note. What is considered explicit language? Is it just saying the fuck word or do you have to say more like like a lot more profanity or just like talking about like sexual things? Because I'm curious. I don't. I, I would assume it's just the fuck word, but I was saying that a lot the last episode, so I assume that's what it, it was. It, it could have been because <laughs> I looked and it's like it had an E on it. I'm like, I didn't tag that. Huh. You know what's funny, though, is I'm actually more likely to listen to a podcast if it has the E tag on it. Because I thought about just flagging them all just because I'm like, well, I mean, it's 
I, I don't know. Like, I don't, I honestly don't pay, like, even when I was editing it myself, like, I don't pay attention to, like, all the word choices, mm-hmm. choices, usage, choice, yeah. what, whatever. When, so, when like, I, it didn't bother me that much. When I had noticed that you weren't editing it out, I was like, okay, I'll just continue on saying it. I can be a kind of loose because I have to be a prude on my podcast and not s- swear at all. So, I mean, I used to do no swearing on my streams for, like, a I solid that. year. And then Dino Crisis broke me. That was the game that broke me <laughs> on stream, by the way. Because it took me three t- three separate attempts to beat that. And the last time I beat Dino Crisis, it was a no save run because my PS3 memory card. Oh, yeah. the stupid <laughs> oh I remember that. Remember that. Was, I remember you doing that. It was filled. So <laughs> <laughs> oh, God. I can't even imagine. I like that game. I played that today. That was my game for today. I think that's. I think that's a fun game to watch you play in particular because i was there when you first did that and you like lost it and started swearing and i i think i i don't think i clipped it but i i remember the clip being posted of oh you, there like, there is a clip of me stupid game you know and yep. then you went back and then you actually like sped run it and i i think i what i enjoyed watching before that but that like really solidified it for me because i'm like oh wait that's things i do when i get really pissed off at something i will just keep banging my head against the wall until i figure it out see that's how i pick my speedrun games is did they frustrate me and was there something about them that otherwise i completely loved about it because that was that was dino crisis it was very frustrating game it's like so puzzle heavy uh-huh. And then the second game that, like, my main game that I'm, like, still working on now is Clock Tower Ghosted, which is a fucking terrible game. It's it's kind of terrible. But I love what it, I love it how it looks. I love the music in it. And it's Bates. Bates is in it. Bates is in that game. Bates. He's <laughs> this male persona that takes over this 15-year-old girl and just kicks people in the dick and says, hey, you little shit, and stabs them or shoots them. Oh how God. is this not the best character ever? <laughs> He's so good. And he's voiced by the ghost, like the the scream killer from that movie. Oh, that guy? Yeah, that's the voice for him. Wait, I have, I, uh, let me, hang on. And in when the you... Japanese version, it's supposed to be like a 17-year-old boy, because it's supposed to be like her twin brother or something. It's, it's assumed it's like the twin brother that died or something and like just got, you know, his soul is inside of her now. Well, in the English version, it sounds like a 45-year-old man in this 15-year-old girl's body. And the 15-year-old girl sounds like she's voiced by a 35-year-old woman, because she is. Uh, it's such a great game, but it's also terrible. But I'm working on the A ending of that now, which is the full game. So, I'm very... I will, like, learn how to run a game so I can make a casual playthrough better. Like, I got through Dino Crisis today in, like, two hours. Because I learned the speedrun, so the casual game would be better. <laughs> hmm. Also, I've just learned. Were you there for Dino Crisis Two today? I was lurking. I was very, very much lurking. But I was. I was just curious. There. Is that game not as interesting, or is it? Do I not have as? I don't have as much to say about it personally. But I can talk about like redheads and dinosaurs throughout the entire first game, and everyone seems to be fine. But as soon as two starts, like interest drops off. Hmm. I. I don't. I honestly can't tell you. It's. I don't think. Maybe the gameplay isn't as interesting. Because, like, I thought it would be, because it was like, oh, this game's the better one. I'm like, then why is no one interested in talking? I think huh. there's something about the first game that, like, draw- the first one and the third one. Everyone likes the third one because it's terrible and no one streams it. I mean, that might... And that... I think that sometimes gets people in. At, like, it has to be... 
interesting because it's terrible or interesting because it's like a fun speed run to watch. Mm. I don't know. I don't know. I, mm. I don't know like what I will watch people do speed runs if I like the game or like if I follow their channel, I'll just lurk while they do speed runs. Mm. But like speed runs in general are not interesting for me to watch. And like I was playing RE2 off stream because I had I had a moment where I was just like screw this I'm gonna I'm gonna get through this and I'm gonna not be scared and I'm gonna you know get better at it so I can not be scared I remember that it didn't, you just it, you had you had me pop on pop into like a um a screen share like video chat so I can help you find more ammo and stuff yep. in the game yeah well I, I I actually I actually got to the point where I ended up getting an s rank in one of the routes off mm. off stream but like I would never I would never do a speed an actual speed run like on my channel because I think everybody that watches me would just get super bored with it um yeah it so depends like some people are more natural for speedrunning and like depending on what it is like um Nintendo speedruns are inherently inherently know, this, get a lot of father- followers yeah like they're also like you don't have to talk so the runners are inherently quieter quieter yeah because no one's going to Mario or Zelda speedruns for the commentary so much they're going there to watch the Mario or Zelda game fast. Yeah. Whereas for horror games, people want to go and talk about stuff because yeah. usually if you're watching a horror speedrun, a lot of people don't play the games very much yeah. or you know can't. So like they go in there to talk about the games. Like if you're running Resident Evil, someone's going to come in there and have a lore debate with you. I mean, I oh, have exactly. it. Exactly. People are debating me with Dino or with um Resident Evil during Dino Crisis. Like it, you, you can't avoid it. And I think maybe maybe it's because Dino Crisis is such a niche game, mm-hmm. and like the second one just doesn't spark as much dialogue as the other ones. Yeah, do it, for it, some there's reason. like I don't know. The I first don't know game why is like all be, cutscenes. The first one's all cutscenes. The second one's like no cutscenes, and no one likes the characters in that game. So then maybe yeah, maybe it's a. a you know, it's not the darling of the series, but... Someone was just like, because eh, everyone talks about how good this one is, but, I mean, the first one I talked about how we don't want to kill the dinosaurs in the second game, like, now we're going to kill all the dinosaurs. <laughs> oh. What were we talking about, Ken? You're... What were we talking about? How are we? <laughs> <laughs> I'm then... apparently starved for conversation. Yeah, and then you were like, oh, somehow... The podcast got flagged for explicit content, and I don't know how I got there. Yeah, I don't know how I got there. Oh, I was—I t- don't think I ever explained floor naps. I was going to say, assuming- do you just pass out like how a sim gonna- does? <laughs> <laughs> You're just like, I'm so tired. Oh, <laughs> just collapse on the floor. Yeah. So- so when I lived in Japan, I had tatami floors, and I've always sat on the floor even since ever since I was a kid. Like I just. I prefer to sit on the floor. Yeah. I don't I don't know why, but I would do this in Japan cuz I had tatami floors. You sit on them and you sleep on them like that's just where you do everything. Yeah. So I'd come home from work, I turn on Cap and Case stream. The dude gives great naps. <laughs> not not that he's boring, he just has a very soothing, a soothing voice. voice. <laughs> yeah. And I'd put on his stream, I like I put on the background, I pull up my phone and have like the chat on my phone and just listen to him because I mean he was playing like a hat in time or some shit and that game is awful and ugly looking. <laughs> but I would lay on the floor. And then I would just pass out on the floor. Well, now, like, when I'm done with streams, sometimes I'm like, oh, I'm going to go get some stuff done. I get up off the stuff on my chair, lie down on the floor, and fall asleep for, like, an hour. Oh, I thought you were going to say, and then I pull up VODs of Captain K. <laughs> no, oh, God. I, 
I should be like, can you just, if I pay you 10 bucks, will you read this book? Honestly, like, no, I've never, I've never, I would never say this to him, but Captain K, if you're listening, if you are ever looking for any kind of a job, I would highly recommend, like, auditioning for, to be a reader of audiobooks. Of I think he would actually do a good job. Dude, you could even have Audible. it where he has, like, he could even do a Toad Voice version of all the books, too. Yeah. <laughs> I've been getting him lately, because he has a redemption to do, read something in a Toad Voice, so he's medium, long, and short. And um, I've been picking up notes from Clock Tower 3 and having him read them out. And he's just like, what is this from? What is this? Mike is from Clock Tower. <laughs> or I got him to read the back of the box from um, Star Fox Adventures. Get him to read the novelization of Resident Evil. There's novelizations of Resident Ooh, Evil. Yeah. Have him I read Hamlet. Him to... I want to hear. <laughs> Give me a line and I'll do it next time and I'll clip it for you. Because that's okay. just what I do. I have enough for like one long clip every day. A line from Hamlet? Yeah. Just like any... Yeah, that would be yeah, one single line, because that would probably be a long-toed voice, wouldn't it? Have him do the poor Yorick one. Yes! <laughs> Something everybody can recognize. Well, oh, I have how, played games this week. I just How are your floor naps on your back? Oh, I don't know. My back hurts all the time. Like, oh I mean, I'm God. always hunched over. I can't even, but like, I'm comfy imagine. on the floor. We have carpeting, so I can, like, sleep on it. We don't have hardwood. If we had hardwood, I wouldn't do it. Ugh. We have carpeting because we live in the Midwest, and this is an apartment. I miss carpet. I have hardwood. That's great for kids, isn't it? Where they slide and, you know, fall and smack their head on the ground. I mean, in theory, it's supposed to be easier to clean up, but I have to sweep every day, and because... I lost the charger to my Swiffer vacuum, and that doesn't even really work that well. So, I mean, that is kind of annoying. I'd rather use a vacuum. But, you know, it is what it is. So, have you guys been playing anything lately? I have. I just remembered some games I played. I don't know if we answered this, did this yet or not. Ken, what have you been playing? So, I was doing some trophy hunting for Star Wars... Uh, Fallen Jelly? No, I'm, I keep forgetting what the name of the game is. Uh, um, Fallen Jedi? Last the Fallen Jedi? Order. Fallen Order, there we go. <laughs> so, I don't even know Star Wars, I had to think about it. <laughs> so I was doing trophy hunting for that. Um, I'm almost done with the Platinum. I f- began and finished Days Gone. It is really good for what it is, honestly. I give it a solid it's, 8. It's fine. Like, it's fine. It's it's one of those games, like, it's nothing in it is original or going to set the world on fire, but if you're just looking for a, like, open world zombie game to get you through, Days Gone. Oh, yeah. No, it's it's really good. I've been, I was like, there, there's a part of the game where you think it's going to end, and then it adds on an additional 25 hours. <laughs> oh. <laughs> that just, like kind of blindsided me and i was like oh okay we'll, well we'll do this and then when you get to that last 25 hours it's probably the best part of the game the last like f- like 30 to 40 hours of the game was probably the best part of the game for me but how long is this game uh, say that again one more time sorry how long is this game i want to say like if you do everything about 50 60 hours oh so you're doing you're doing like every single thing that's popping by I main story is probably like what like 10 20 hours yeah I think yeah I about heard 20 of hours this game 
when it first came out and I just kind of passed over it, but now I'm actually looking at it and it kind of looks interesting. Maybe I'll have to grab it. It's like nothing in it is original or new. Yeah, it's yeah. Just... It's it's super B movie zombie thing, and you you think it was like just done. It it does bring some stuff new to the table, but you can kind of see certain twists like ten steps ahead of time. <laughs> but I don't know. It's, but sometimes it's kind of nice. It's, it's, yeah, it's it's pretty good. I like highly recommend it. Now it's a great game to buy at like. 20 to 30 dollars and kind of just waste your time with it not at full price like when it originally came out i was like mm, i don't know how i feel about it but when i picked it up at a black friday sale for like 25 dollars, i was like that's the perfect thing for this kind of mm. game well playstation is having all kinds of sales so yeah aren't they doing state of play again yeah for the last of us i think it's tomorrow well as they always do it in the summer yeah. days of play is always in the summer yeah I got so many games off that, and I haven't touched any of them, but I really... I got Castlevania, um, I got the Synomium Files, I got uh, Odin got an Assassin's Creed's game, I think we got Grand Theft Auto, we got a whole bunch of them. On, yes, with, Assassin's Creed's. That's his type of game. I actually might like the one he got, but it's definitely something I would play off stream. Um, Yeah. Yeah, so after Days Gone, I am starting Horizon Zero Dawn now, so I'll probably beat it the next time for the next episode. So That's a I'm game in- I've wanted to play for a long time. Yeah, I'm I'm kind of enjoying it, and I can see where the Breath of the Wild parallels are kind of shining through, but it's, it's really story-driven or story-like driven, so I kind of like it. That game, unfortunately, released at the same time as Breath of the Wild, and nothing against it, but people were more excited for the Zelda game that hadn't come out yet. Yeah, it released for... five days before Breath of the Wild, and Oof. there was people that felt really bad for it, because literally everyone was just like, nah, Breath of the Wild. I mean, it was also a new system launch for Nintendo. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I've heard good things about it. Or at least at least I've heard good things about, like, people have told me that I would like it. It has everything in a game I would like, and then one big thing that would make me that keeps me from playing it. It's got a female main character with red hair that uses a bow to fight robot dinosaurs. Yeah. The problem is it's open world. Yeah, it's open world, and the dinosaurs just randomly come in. I'm like, oh, like I completely, finally like completely open world where you have no quests until you find them, like where the Witcher is going, where there's kind of like an overarching story, but it's, you kind of have to stumble on it. that big. The world's not that big. Okay. But it's still open. Like, it's... I don't, like, I think because you still transition from big zone to another zone, don't you? Like, it's yeah. not one continuous yeah. world, right? It's it's not one continuous thing. That, that will probably be, like, my only gripe against Days Gone. It is open world, and, like, this will probably be the last open world game I play for a while because I'm going to just stick to smaller games. I'm, I'm going to probably tackle Catherine next after this. I I have Catherine and I really wanted to play that too. Do you have Catherine or Catherine Full Body? I have Catherine Classic. Okay. I, have, I have both, so I'm going to play Full Body. Because I already beat the original one, so I want to see how they tackled Rin. <laughs> Catherine Touch Body. Yeah, Touch Body. I 
I don't know, I'm, I'm not going to play Catherine again, despite the fact I own the original collector's edition. Yeah. With the pizza box. I like, to, I like to flaunt that to people, because they're like, oh, I want that one. I'm like, nope, it's going to sit in my closet forever, because no one can have it. Yep. I, have, I bought two, so I have the shirt and everything. Yep, and I, I got the shirt, the underwear. The, yep. the, yeah, <laughs> oh my gosh, the, wow. Well, it came with, well, in the, when you're in, like, the um, puzzle world, like, you're the main character, and he's just wearing, like, these, you know, white boxers with heart prints on them, and that's what you get. I've so never, I've never even, I've never seen this game. I don't know anything about it. Like, when people, when people I trust tell me I would like a game, I usually just end up getting it. Because mm. at a yeah. certain point, I don't know what kind of games I want to play unless yeah, the, they're like something I follow. The collector's edition for this game was really su- surprising. <laughs> it came with a um a pillowcase with um depending on which game if you got the 360 or PS3 version, it had Catherine on it. So it was yeah. like almost like a mini um, Dakimakura. Yeah. So like a little waifu pillow. Yeah. I, I mean, I I cosplayed as Vincent once. Yeah. I carried around the um the Dakimakura pillow, and um I didn't wear the underwear because I wasn't running around like that. But I had gotten like. Oh, you pants, wear something like, underneath it. <laughs> well, I wasn't gonna wear them underneath it at a convention because I'm like these are just gonna be like grody after like a day of walking around in these. <laughs> Wear a pair of so jeans with a pink shirt and and a and yep. military style jacket. Yeah. Huh. And uh, my girlfriend made horns for me out of like felt and like a headband. So uh-huh. like I had like the horns even in like his normal everyday one because it just it otherwise you just look like a dude. Yeah, you just look uh-huh. like a random random dude. <laughs> yeah. That's funny. Yeah, that's on my list of things I want to play. It's just finding them in order. What have you been playing lately, Fangirl? Uh, way too much Animal Crossing. Yep. But that's actually been fun for me because this is the first Animal Crossing game I have ever played. My kiddo had New Leaf and she she has actually gone back and is replaying New Leaf while she's playing New Horizon. So it's kind of my island now. But I've been playing that and um, off stream I have still been playing RE2 just because... I need something methodical since everything Hmm. is kind of chaos. So that is kind of comforting to me in a very strange sort of way. That's kind of how Capcom games work. They all, they have kind of like one, not one way to play them, but like when you pick up Resident Evil, you know what you're getting into. You, even if you already know the layout of the, the mansion, the town, whatever you're playing it because it's like a solid go-to game. Yeah. Like I just need, I need a game that I don't have to think to play right now. And that I can just enjoy because I know I like it. And that's like, like almost every Capcom I'm game. I'm still scared of it, but I can get through it. And I'm, I'm just, I'm like, I feel accomplished by that. And then um, I finished up the Zero Escape series, which I started last year. And I finally got around to playing the third game. So that was that. And I want to start playing Ace Attorney soon at some point. So... That'll be blind to me as well. I've never, I've, I've seen the the memes, but I don't understand them. So, Ace Attorney's fun. You'll enjoy it. Yeah, I've, I've everybody said if I if I like that kind of style of game, I would. I they're, really, I they're really, really liked, funny too. I really liked the Zero Escape series. I actually liked the third game a lot, a lot more than I thought it would because when people would talk about it, they would say the third is the weakest in the series, and mm. I was kind of like. After I got done playing it, I I think I went into it expecting less than what it was, so I was pleasantly surprised. 
Um, also, in the series where, like, almost every, or, you know, like, where every entry is great, when people are like, oh, it's the weakest one, I'm like, so it's the worst one of an already good series. So, like... That's, and that's kind of how it was, but for me, it wasn't even the worst one. Like, I was, I, I kept saying it, and I was like, I like this way better than the second one. And I think it was because it was entirely voice acted versus the mm-hmm. second one. And I understand why they did the second one the way they did it without the voice acting, because the twist kind of requires it to not be voice acted. But mm. at the same time that was what really got me. I very much liked the first one or the remake of the first one where it was all voice acted and I could just kind of lose myself in the story instead of reading. And then the third one. So, but the I, only... I enjoyed that. It's not a series for everybody, but it was something right up my alley that I was very glad I played. The only problems I really had when I was watching you play the third one, I, I was only like checking out here and there. Like I honestly did not watch most of it. Yeah. So I was like, really confused like actually honestly tofu and i would just pop in here and they were like we have no idea what's going on but yeah you know it's fine and if you don't if you don't you miss like really really big impactful moments that actually make the whole thing make sense and admittedly any story about time travel you're gonna have to take a step back from like any kind of realism because the things that happen are not realistic or there's time loops involved and everything in and you, you can't you can't logic it out too much because if you do it'll just end up pissing you off. But if you just take it as face value as like a science fiction story, I thought it was very well done, and I kind of wish it would get more attention than it than it does. So I've been telling my big problem about is it. when they try to make sure with time travel stuff that it it works. They go way too far to try and explain how it all works together. It's like you know what if you would just tell me it came from the past, or it's like oh well, there's a machine over there that works to go that way you're like okay that's not a great explanation but it's fine but they're like actually it was this very intricate thing it's like you're just making this worse Stop. it's so it's it's a tricky 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 thing because it's not just time travel it's like multi alternate dimensions multi-dimension and you know hopping around and stuff and lots of like looping paradoxes so i I think we don't actually change we don't actually move but our consciousness moves from here to there and then when we die here it just goes back and it's fine it's like shut shut up shut up (laughs) And this, I think, this is really stupid. Yeah, I, I think... Um, see, and I'm fine with stuff like that, but I also like Doctor Who, and so I'm very used to kind of the idea of paradoxes loop. I think the thing that really... I hate Doctor Who. I know you do. <laughs> I think the thing that I did like about the game was there were parts of it that forced you to actually use intelligence and just the obscure knowledge that you had to, like, look up and stuff, like various conspiracy theories and things and that kind of like fed my you know the part of my brain that does get into conspiracy theories so that was it was i thought it was enjoyable did i ever tell you about how mako got into conspiracy theories about the members of one direction and now she's just like a huge louis tomlinson fan no is this like the avril lavigne is dead conspiracy theories it was like that level of stuff but like (laughs) Not that weird. It was it's stuff that's still like is relatively plausible and like she was just in it for a bit and now she's just like full fledged like standing Louis Thomason whenever he posts stuff on Twitter. Oh it's my gosh. Great. I'm like, you've become you you've become what you hated. She's like, I know. I know. That's always a fun moment when you when you become what you hate. That's why like when, when somebody was jokingly asked me, like, Are you gonna start speed running? I'm like no, and then I just kind of quietly go off stream and play my PlayStation 4 and, like, cheer when I get a faster time. (laughs) 
I'm not competing against anybody but myself. I think if I stopped yeah. competing against, if I started competing against somebody else, it would lose the appeal for me because I don't like competition. So once you do your first casual look at um, speedrun.com, you have you're lost. You have yeah. lost, and now you're competing against other people. Oh, but see, I have done that though. I've done that, and I've been like, oh, these people are way faster than I am. I'm good. I'm fine. Fango, so. you got to pick a game that no one is doing and then challenge yourself to beat your time at speedrun.com. I thought about that, but the reason that usually no <laughs> one is doing those games, there's usually a big reason that no one is doing those games. I'm looking into games like that, honestly, to add to like, because I want to do more speedruns, but I'm like, what is it I want to do? Because I don't want to do just horror games because most horror games are the same thing. All Capcom horror games, like all the Resident Evil ones, they're, they're basically kind of the same shit, except for like Seven. Seven's great, but it's yeah. not its not exactly what I want. And I've just landed on somewhere in between weird and terrible as games I should run. Because I already got that with Ghost Head. That fits both categories right there. And I found another game called Rising Zan, the Samurai Cowboy, and I really want to run that game. Uh, what? Repeat that title again? Rising Zan. It's actually supposed to be Rising Zan, but they pronounce it as Zan. Rising Zan the Samurai Cowboy. It's a PS1 game. <laughs> I don't know if I, I played this like for a skosh on, on stream, but like there's something wrong with the emulation on my PlayStation Classic and it wouldn't continue to run it. You are this guy named Johnny. You left Japan you left, you know, the Wild West to go to Zapangu, which is the old name for Japan, and you learn to become a samurai. Well then you come back, you tell everyone my name's not Johnny, you got the wrong person, even though you look and sound like him because you were only gone a year or something like that. But your name's Zan now. And you have a katana and a gun. And you are a samurai cowboy. And you're fighting ninjas in the Wild West to save a town. Wow. It's fantastic. And it's got. I was going to say, that sounds amazing. (laughs) It has a. um, It has a theme song that's sung in English. And then there's a Japanese one, too. But, like, (laughs) it's so good. But, like, I don't know. Do you know what God Hand is? I've heard of it. So. People describe it as the PlayStation 1 version of God Hand, where you're just like, this is very Japanese, trying to pass itself off as, like, American or Wild West, and it's just a ridiculous kind of beat-em-up hack-and-slash type game. God Hand is a lot of problematic shit in it now, but gameplay-wise and, like, just story-wise, it's great because it's just balls-to-the-wall goofy. Like, you can just pick up anything in, the in like, the area. Like, you'll pick up a gigantic double-decker, like... Um, like wooden box and just chuck it at someone across and then go pick up a hammer and just start bashing them in the head. And it's cartoony violence. It's not like overly bloody or anything like that. And then you just pick up big fruit and eat them. But it's like a very brown Wild West looking game. That sounds insane. It also sounds it's, very entertaining. Oh yeah, it's great. It's stupid fun. There's, it was made by the same people who made Okami, by the way. Is it? Yeah. There's nothing I like more than when I go into someone's stream and it usually ends up being yours and I walk in like I, I go in there and I'm in there for five minutes and all I can think is what the hell is this game? That's like, what I want everyone to say when they walk I into love my stream. Those moments. Like, what the hell are you doing? <laughs> like I always get that when I play Space Channel Five, like what is this? I'm like, it's Space Channel Five. I've what's never the point seen of the, the game? play of I've never seen gameplay of that. Oh, it's so good. Everyone's like, What's the point of this game? Like, you are a twenty two year old space reporter from Neo like Neo Space Japan or something, and you're um saving the galaxy who's being uh or from being taken over by these aliens who are forcing people to dance. So you play um basically it's uh you got served the video game in re- in retro sixties space. But n- but the future. Wow. 
The Japanese version's even more batshit because they have space Nihongo, which is space Japanese, which she has like a really weird ending for every sentence, and the voice actress had to learn to do that for every line. It took me forever to learn that I couldn't translate it because what she was saying was nonsense. <laughs> wow. It's so good. But yeah, that's... Have you been playing anything else? I went on a long tangent. No, just an insane amount of Animal Crossing. Yeah, I've I'm, I'm been slowing down on that. I'm trying to go into maintenance mode, or I just have to like you know play it for like an hour a day, which is where I want to be with the game. Although I have recently decided to redo the entire island, so um, I have moved the dinosaur park once again, that, and it looks better. The, uh, I share an island with my daughter, and we were talking about that today because we went to someone's island, we really liked their fountain entrance, and we started talking about, like, if we ever get bored and we get five stars and we do this and this and this, maybe we'll just completely restart. And half yeah. of me was like, ooh, that sounds fun. And then the other half of me was like, I don't want to do that. Don't please don't destroy it. You know, just level the island. Just the person are you talking about the one where we sold uh, turnips today? Yes. That that person leveled their entire island though, because there's one thing I notice when I go to an island, I'm like oh this is looking kind of neat, but like there's something weird about it. It's because they level the entire natural landscape, so it's just flat except for certain areas that they've raised. I've, I I try and keep as much of my natural um, tearing that's already there. That's what that's what we did. But then too. like. Yeah, but, like, when you just, like, completely level it and then just start building things up, that's when it looks... Once it starts to look artificial is when it starts to look bad. In my, like, it looks like, um... Like, whenever you see, like, a new shopping mall that was built and everything just has yeah. that, like, clean, sterile look. I'm like, that's what these a lot of these islands look like. They look nice, but at the same time, you're like, this is, like, modern art... Or, like, you know, modernism version of, like, McDonald's, where it's kind of boring, but you can see why it's palatable. I just can't imagine using the water tool that much. The rest I of the- use it because I like to make, um, I like to put like, like islands in the middle. Like I have an island in the middle of my river that's just filled with all four Godzillas. And if the, you go there and ask the elders for advice and you, you activate all four of them and they all scream. I mean, that's, that's cool. But like I made, I made a, uh, I made a crescent moon shaped lake. For like around like for a flower garden area, and then we moved a couple rivers. And by the time we kind of got done with that, I was like, I hate this water tool so much. I just want to scream. The- I hate Ugh. the terraforming tools in general. I like that they're there, but they're so frustrating because it's like, oh, so you actually wanted me to keep you know digging a hole and filling it back in because you didn't move a, like a skosh more to the left like you intended. Yeah. Even though you do that and then it's just like, nope, and it just like automatically moves over. It does it when I'm picking shit up too. Yeah. Where it's like, oh, you wanted the thing in front of you? Fuck you. You're picking up the thing behind you. Yes. I'm like, I hate you so much <laughs> right now. If I, I could just have like a little... for the flowers. I hate doing that for Oh, plants. God. Oh, the, it the was, flowers like... It's so fucking horrible. And I'm so in like... I, like, I am so obsessed with, like, getting the hybrid colors, too. So, for me, it's, like, I feel like I'm watching, like, a water boil some days when it's, like, I have them all set up nicely. And then they don't, like, populate. And I'm, like, ah! And, I, and I'm, like, too shy to ask anybody, like, will you please come water my plants? <laughs> it's getting to the point that I'm intentionally leaving holes so that I can properly plant things. I've done that, too. <laughs> Yeah, it's 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 very but like at the same time, it's the same reason I keep going back to RE2 or like Resident Evil Remaster 
it's because there's a certain amount of control you can exercise. I was trying to explain this to somebody um, when they were talking about how much they disliked video games. And I was talking about, like, I'm the complete opposite. I use them as a coping mechanism for things. And they were like, why? How can you do that? It's mindless and mindless. I'm like, that's the exact reason it is. It's because there are things that I can get into. And it is just mindless entertainment where I can control things. I can control how long I can play. I can control what happens in the world. I can control the outcome of this. It gives- Is the person that um, you had this argument with, are they really big into TV and movies? Books. Books, okay. Because I'm trying to find a lot of people too. who complain about like video games. I'm like, all you do is watch TV and movies. Yeah, you're like only passively taking things in. Books are different because you actually have to use your imagination. Yeah, but like uh, the people who are just like, oh, this is a waste of time. Like you're watching fucking Jag right now, so you can piss off. <laughs> Jag has been on TV Jag. for like, two decades. <laughs> but yeah, oh, I was mean, like that. Yeah. What are the other like boomer mom things like NCIS and Criminal Minds and shit like that? Criminal Minds is actually terrifying. Like, I watched... No, they're all the same show. So, like, when, I'm surprised Mariska Hargitay is not in all of them. Odin gets super annoyed with, at me because when we watch a movie, like, I will be doing something while I'm watching the movie. I'll either be, like, writing or I'll be playing something or doing something. And he's like, you're not paying attention. I'm like, actually, I am. I have heard every single thing that's going on. I just have the ability to multitask really well. And people ask me, like, how do you, how do you watch TV while you're folding laundry or... Or doing the dishes, I'm like, that's the only way I can watch TV because if I just sit down and try to watch something, like the only time I can do that is when I actually go to the movie theater. If I'm at home and I'm trying to watch something, I need to be doing something while I'm doing it because otherwise I just kind of like, I don't pick up the movie. Do you, I start do you to know asleep. what I do? And you like get up and walk away. If you're just like sitting there watching that, you're like, I could be doing something else right now. And you, I like if I'm watching a movie, I'll just like walk away from the movie and forget that it's on. No, I usually, like, like bring something with me. Like, I want to watch the movie. I like the movie I'm watching, but I will bring something with me to do with my hands. Mm-hmm. You know, so, like, I don't know. It's just I have to multitask. I actually take in information better when I multitask. Like, when I watch your stream or another stream while I'm working, I get so much more done than I do if I'm just trying to work. Mm. Yeah, if I'm watching certain streams, like... I'm always doing something in the background. If I'm watching it directly, it's because I'm, like, the main moderator that's there. Or something really interesting is happening. Mm -hmm. Or, like, you're engaged in a conversation. I'm usually yelling at people. Or being told that I'm being negative. Fuck them kids. (laughs) I don't find you that negative. Your negativity has, like, you have valid points. Yeah, I'm always... Yeah, it's like I'm completely valid. That's why I made a a YouTube show about how I'm right. (laughs) Basically... But it's the most positive thing I have ever created. That's good, though. I don't know. Someone's like, you should do stuff where you complain about things. I'm like, isn't that a lot of YouTube already? Yeah, no. I'm sure it would be better for my channel if I complain more, but like, that's what my streams are for. I think what you're doing is good. I think it's easy to complain about things. It's easy to complain. It's hard to critique. Critiquing is better. Yeah. I like complaining, though. As far as me for games, though. Yeah, so we can hurry play? up and get through this because we're like almost been going like forty five minutes or an hour. Um, what was it? A couple days ago, I got bored and I should have been writing a script, but instead I set up my three sixty and played Dance Central for like an hour. And my arm hurts. My arms hurt from <laughs> from just being so good at dancing. All right. So I did that. Um, I started up Persona Four because I'm mopey and I miss my Japanese small my small Japanese town that I lived in. 
And I'm like, well, this is the only one that takes place in rural Japan, so I'm going to play this one. Go back to Inaka? Yeah, yeah, because I look, I'm like, oh, I miss the shops that had nothing in them that I want to anyway. I want to go back to that. That sold, like, five radishes? Yeah. Yep. And, like, it's it's kind of weird because I had kind of planned on going back this year, but, like, because my friend's supposed to get married this year. I don't know if he still is or not. But even if he does, I don't know if he'll be able to go. Like, either money or just, like, travel bans and stuff. Mm-hmm. Mm. And, like, by the time, like, even if a trail ban lifts, I'm like, I don't know if I'm going to have money to go to it. So I'm like, I don't know when I'm going to go back there, and I would kind of like to. Honestly, if I was not, if it was possible, I would, I would probably move back there. I'm, I keep thinking about it. But then, like, a lot of people who move back to Japan after doing my job, they go back, they're thinking it's going to be what it was. It's not going to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's not. It's not going to be what you left. Yeah. So, like... That's another thing, too, because I've had some people that, like, I, like, they would come back when I was there, and I'm like, so you hated living where you were, and you came back to Japan, and you, what did you expect? To be back to the glory days of basically having the easiest job in the world? <laughs> nope. Nope, it's not like that anymore. So I started playing Persona 4, and let's see, I got to a part where they talk about um, LiveJournal and Face in MySpace, so... Oh, that's why I posted that, and I got to that line, I'm like, I'm good for the night, I'm gonna go to bed, because it was also like 2am when I saw that, so I'm like, yeah, we're, <laughs> we're going to bed, because we feel old now. Because, like, this game came out in, like, 2009 initially. Wow. God. What else have I been playing? I played Dance Sensor, played that. Been learning Clock Tower, Ghost Head, A, a Ending off stream... And I passed one run. It was an hour and three minutes. World record is 53, 53-ish minutes, like a little bit under that. So I got somewhere to, some time to go, but I need to like fix that route because it did not play out like the person I watched did it. That way, I can actually like I want that I want that world record too. I want to have the world records in both categories in that game. Is this the one? I was gonna say, is this the one where there's like it's so obscure that you got on the chart is that or is that a different one? Oh, uh, this is one where like no one runs that one cuz it's ever cuz it's the most frustrating and like it's okay. honestly the worst of the clock tower games. Yeah. But like no one really cares that much about it. There's like three people on the main board, seven on the other one, but like I'm the only active runner. That that there's apparently actually it's surprisingly a good a lot, large amount of drama in that community as well. <laughs> For oh, having so. not that many people. It's it, there is drama in it, and like, how is this game causing drama in competition at the moment? There's always drama of all in every, games. Every it's just it, it was really weird. I can explain it to you someday. It was really weird. So deadly premonition, huh? I want to play that at some point. Deadly premonition's great. I need to finish that game. I bought it on Switch because it was like fifteen buck. Oh, it's on and Switch. I get through it. Yeah. I don't know if it's still on sale, but it might still be. Because the sequel's coming out soon. I need to get back to that. They just had an update today. I don't know what, what for. I have no idea what for. Yeah, what I... also have him playing? Oh, go ahead. No, I was going to say, I, I I think I've watched a bit of you playing Deadly Premonition. And I've just been like, mm, no. It's very Twin Peaks. Even if you just play it on your own offline. I liked Twin Peaks, though. So. I feel like I played something else recently again as well. What was it? Oh, I finished Final Fantasy VII Remake, but... We did an entire episode about that, so, yeah. Oh, play Borderlands 3. That's a game. That is a video game. I I have a Borderlands game. I have Borderlands 2. 
I've never played one. Right. That's one of the franchises I just I hate like very much. <laughs> Borderlands? It yeah. it's terrible and um the like the developer is kind of shitty. Well, I don't know if it's not the developer's fault, it's Randy Pitchford's fault. Yeah, it's Randy Pitchford. Um, <laughs> Because I don't want to blame the developer, but you can't really um, completely divorce uh, uh, what's his name, from- Randy Pitchford, from him. Yeah, Randy Pitchford. Someone posted this the other day. They're like, I can post three, three, these three images, and everyone will know what it is. And it was a picture of Randy Pitchford, a USB drive, and a medieval in like a medieval restaurant. <laughs> Do you know what it was? Yes. So what it was was you can just post those, and everyone knows exactly what you're talking about. Randy Pitchford left a USB, a work, not just a USB, one that belonged to work, a work USB drive filled with porn on it at a medieval restaurant, and it was found. <laughs> and that is just a funny little anecdote about him. So someone just posted those three images, and everyone knew exactly what it was. Everyone's like, I fucking hate this. I hate that I know exactly what you're talking about. <laughs> yeah, so I just, I just hate Borderlands. <laughs> I've it's it's fine. It's a good multiplayer game. I wanted something to play with my um, normal friend Tom and uh, Ian, mm. and then I'm trying to get Mark got it, but Mark is um being a slow ass. But we did play some of his the other day. He okay, what is the he, other series like? Okay, it's not Borderlands. Um, it's on PlayStation Four. There's another series that I know. People, Destiny? Huh? Destiny? No, it's it's like there's Far Cry. Far Cry. Okay, there's several of those games, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay, and I, I think that's another series that I know people either like are really into it or they absolutely can't stand it. I don't touch Far Cry really. It doesn't interest me too much. I played a little bit of three, and then I'm like, oh look, there's a there's an Ubisoft tower over there. <laughs> yeah, that was the full swing of Ubisoft. Go to tower, unlock random stuff on a map, and complete it. Phase. Yep. Hmm. They, I mean, they're still doing that. It's just now they're more. The worlds are more generic. Yeah. Now it's we're an RPG, and then go to the tower and unlock everything. Hmm. So the other night, it was last weekend. Mark and I were supposed to play Borderlands. He made me call him at one thirty in the morning so he could wake up and play Borderlands. We played till like three thirty. He's like, "I'm tired." It's like, "Well, it's three thirty. You waited till like you wanted me to call you at one a.m. to play Borderlands." Why, why, why did we do this? And then you're just sleepy the whole time. Is it because of his job schedule? I don't remember. I don't know why. He's like, well, so he said he gave me some reason. I'm like, wouldn't you just want to try doing this a different day then? <laughs> I had to call him at 1 a.m. He was asleep. I had to call him on the phone. I was gifted, um, speaking of multiplayer games, I was gifted a game called The Forest from oh, my moderator. Because her and her friends play it, and like she had recorded some gameplay, and I had watched it, and I was kind of like, I kind of want to play this with you guys, so I'm gonna try that. Yeah, it's a survival game. You you might like it. I that's not a game genre I'm interested in. Yeah. Let's see, that's about it for games for me though. Just trying to like figure to wrap that up. Trying to think of something else. Not a lot of news has really happened, has it? No, I think somebody actually asked like- asked a question in your Discord about. Um, something about do you wish there were any better games released during quarantine yeah and i mean i feel usually like i do questions later but that's a good that's a kind of a good one oh. to fill right now i mean they they and yeah, we'll, we'll get to that later actually because yeah. i have more to say about that yeah um 
The only thing I think of news-wise was just today they announced that they're putting Pyramid Head and Heather Mason in Dead by Daylight. Which, I don't really like Dead by Daylight, but I might buy that pack just because I don't know how to show support for Silent Hill at this point. I don't really need it to come back. You know, that's a really good but... point. I didn't think about it from that perspective because I actually enjoy have enjoyed Dead by Daylight the few times that I have played it with friends, and so that is why I'm interested in the DLC packs, but I did not think of it from a standpoint of showing support from Silent Hill. Cause like I have Dead Dead by Daylight. I don't particularly care for it. Like if you're like, hey, the four like, you know, we need one more person to play, I'd probably reinstall it and play. I mean, I did buy, like, an Ash vs. the Evil Dead pack before, because I'm like, well, I got the game for free, and I'll do that. But, like, the developers are, I don't know, the the whole community around, everything surrounding Dead by Daylight is kind of toxic as hell, so I don't go near it so much, and I'm just not big on multiplayer. Mm-hmm. But, like, I like the idea of Pyramid Head and Heather being in the game, because I like them, and this is finally a horror thing that I like in that and I had been waiting forever for them to put Resident Evil characters in there for me to care, which we're not going to oh, get now because be Resistance so is a thing. I wish now they'd put a Resident Evil duo in there, like, you know, give you Mr. X or a Tyrant or Birkin or Wesker or something. And then that way you can finally have, like, Heather fighting, you know, Albert Wesker. That would be whatever. so fun. Which is probably not going to happen unless Resistance completely tanks. But so far it's kind of staying afloat. So, like, just from a weird perspective, like, would you guys, either of you have, like, neither of you really have much, in, like, um, not not interest, but n- um, much um, experience with, like, Silent Hill. Do you have any thoughts on this? Can you go? At least I don't have to play Pachinko to support Silent Hill in this post-PS4 movement. Hmm. I mean, it's good that they're actually doing a lot more than just horror movies they're doing the franchises and Mm. it's good that to see people that i actually know like i know who the heather heather is that's what it's heather Uh yeah i know her Uh, heather right is that her i don't remember yeah (laughs) (laughs) i don't i don't play silent hill i remember she's from the room (laughs) no she's not from the room she's from three from three which one is the room um that's the fourth one that's one with like just some generic dude hmm and she was also in a movie, wasn't she? Heather was in the the second movie. She was in the second movie. Okay, yeah. She's the only she's the only protagonist from this series in the movies. Cuz like I think the original one I don't think it was cuz it was the it was a, the uh, mom instead of a dad, so. Yeah. And Sean Bean I think was supposed to be the dad, but I don't think his name was Harry Mason. I don't remember. Uh, I don't either. Is is three the one with the weird bunny with the blood on it in that yep. amusement park? Robbie. Yeah. Okay. Like I'm like remembering like bits and pieces, but it's it's good that they're actually doing horror franchises. Mm-hmm. I'd be surprised if there's Slender Men that are not. I mean, films. they did do. They did do Left for Dead before, so it's not the only game. But I mean. The Left 4 Dead stuff kind of who cares? Yeah. Honestly, to me, it's kind of who cares. This is, I think, the first uh, Japanese IP to be in the game, though. Well, I think it's it's strange how Konami is handling all of this now because Konami is just hands off a lot of games now. They just announced that they're getting rid of the Love Plus mobile game. They're shutting down all the servers for that, and that's Konami's breadwinner. So I'm just mm-hmm. like, what the hell are you guys doing? Because at this point, are, is the rumors true that Sony is just outright buying a lot of these franchises? 
a la carte. And if that's the case, then I that's that's the only way that I can see like a lot of these series living now besides mm-hmm. these minor one I could see them I could see them honestly just like shuttering themselves and like keeping their IPs to themselves just out of spite. Yeah. Which like, is um, terrible. The the um the company that owns the clock tower license, they don't do anything with it. Mm. It just they just it, it just exists through Sunsoft through their um main company, but like they won't license it out. They won't give it they won't sell it. They just hold on to it for I don't know why. Like it's well past the point of it even being like recognizable so i'm surprised that they haven't just sold it off to like capcom or just someone my moderator um madalena uh wrote an article about games being lost not because one because like system requirements you know how you could you have like with with the generation consoles being like kind of redone but they only release certain games on them so you might have a game mm-hmm. that you loved but your PS1 doesn't work anymore and it, you can't port it to anything and you can't find it and yeah you can emulate it but you you know you have this unplayable thing and so she was talking about games that get lost and just kind of reshuffled and isn't there something where the reason that they haven't redone Silent Hill 2 outside of the HD version is because they, like, lost the original code or something? So they've lost the source code for, yeah. I think, 1, 2, and 3. I don't know about 4, but no that no one really cares about 4 enough. Right. Like, people do, but, I mean, shut up. No one cares. And when um, I say something about, like, seeing this come out for Dead by Daylight and, you know, supporting Konami in some sense, I think that's important to keep things like that intact because I feel like... At this point, video games are kind of cemented in our cultural psyche, and Silent Hill mm. is, even if I haven't played it personally, I at least know what it is, and I feel like it's an important thing for the development of things. And so if you just lose access to that and access to that information, or an IP, I can understand um, a company wanting to keep their intellectual property to themselves, but if you do nothing to preserve it and it gets lost, it just gets lost, and there's nothing you can do. And I feel like that's a detriment to things. So from a I think the, preservation standpoint, I think it's good hmm. because maybe it will inspire them to try and preserve it. Like, I'm, I'm in a weird, weird, like, place with this because I don't want to support the de- de- the Dead by Daylight developers so much because I don't, I don't know, I've always heard some weird things about them. I don't know if there's anything particularly wrong with them, but, like, I always hear they're kind of shitty. The fan base, I, I don't really know. I just hear people whining about it all the time. And I don't actually want to, like, financially support Konami. I just want to show support for the IP, but mm-hmm. you can't do one without the other mm-hmm. is the problem. But the thing with Silent Hill is it's good that they're doing this because I keep arguing with this people and people say I'm wrong. Silent Hill is falling into obscurity at this point. Yeah. They're like, oh, people know it. I'm like, no. You know who knows it? People who like Resident Evil and stuff like that. People who already have liked it. If you try and get someone, if like your kids age kit, like people, yeah. like they don't know what Silent Hill is. Like I know they're younger, but like they probably know what Resident Evil is, don't they? They know Resident Evil because I know Resident Evil because I've exposed right. that to them. But like, if they but like, there's games, new games coming out yeah. that you played for the first time, so that's coming out. But like, you have to go track down hardware to play Silent Hill. Yeah, you don't. You can play almost every, like at least some form of every Resident Evil game on PS4. Yeah, whether it's a remake or a, like an HD port, zero through seven are all available on PS4. Yeah, every game, all the main ones. Silent Hill is not available on PS4 at all. Yeah. You can only play Downpour and Homecoming, I think, through backwards compatibility on Xbox One 
or PlayStation Now, which means you have to one for one of those you have to buy the old games, or two you have to pay for another service and just know that they're there and those are not the ones people want to play. Right. No one wants to play it. No one wants to play the HD collection because it sucks. So like, if you want to play any of the good ones, you have to buy a PS2 and then spend out the ass for the copy of the game. Right. So it's falling into obscurity, and I keep arguing this, and I keep being told I'm wrong, but I'm I'm never wrong. No, I think so you're I, I think you're right work. on with that because not only does it is it important for, to not let let something fall into obscurity, but if you're like from a preservation standpoint, you don't want that to happen. Um, hmm. And I I feel like. When PT came out, there was, like, a little bit of resurgence. And then they just completely shelved that. And not only did they shelve the project, they removed access to the thing that had caused the spark in interest. So it's Mm -hmm. not even, like, unless you have a direct exposure from an outside source, like, you know, my kids have exposure through me, or you just happen to be someone who's like, oh, I'm going to get into these really old, quote-unquote, obscure games, retro games at this point to some extent. Then you're going to find it. But if you can't get access to it, you can't really get into it. So so for that Haunting Grounds episode of Retrosource I did, I, did a, I had a little bit in there about PT. I had to download. I had to, Also, I had to find this t- as well. It was not easy to find. I had to download a fan recreation of PT. Yeah. And I also had, it had already been taken off itch.io and everywhere because they got a cease and desist because yeah. it was, you know. But once you throw something on the internet, it's never lost. Of course. I eventually found it, for, and I'm like, just to play that version of it, which also had massive problems with it. Like, I could not get it to run very well. Right. That's why, like, if you look at it kind of with stuttery, like, that's just how it ran. Mm-hmm. But, like, I had to find a recreation that was also removed from like a storefront type thing mm-hmm. because the main the original version's gone. Mm-hmm. And I feel so, like, like not that I want not that I desperately want to play PT. I mean, like if I was really going to do a fundraiser for something that is the game I would play because it would literally I, it scares the absolute hell out of me and I feel like it would be really entertaining to watch from that standpoint for a donation goal. Mm. But I can't get access to it because the I didn't I don't know why they ever took away access to it. It was a free demo. and My only thought is <sighs> maybe they only had... Um, well, one, the main game wasn't coming out, so they, you know, why would you have a demo up for something that's coming out? Then charge and two, for I wonder it. If, don't, don't, and two, I wonder yeah. if they had to remove it because they ran out of the like um, the licensing issue for that one bit of um, showing... Uh, what's his name? Oh, with Redis. Yeah, I wonder if that had something too, because maybe they had to like pay to keep that up. And since the contract, you know, the whole thing was canceled, they might have just not extended a contract to keep his likeness in it. And that's fair. What they can do? Go through and just remove that one part of the the, the video, like remove that one part of the game. I mean, like that's not worth their time. They would just yeah. delist it at that point. That's fair. That was my that's my my yeah. best thought on that. Yeah, you're no, right. I think I think it's a hundred percent mostly that to keep his likeness and because everything was just being canceled and being shifted over to whatever was going to happen they just pulled the plug out of everything that being said this is the one of the reasons why i have about four ps4s in this very house one of them is literally just the pt one i've right i made sure that is running and I've never played any games on it ever since I was like, yeah, this ain't gonna, it's on its last legs, but it'll run PT just fine. <laughs> and the day I come back to streaming, I will play that game and I will, you guys got like nine hours because it's probably going to take me about nine hours to finish that. 
I will come show you just moral support because I can't. I, I've watched play, people play through that game, and like I, I had to look away during parts of like the playthrough because it scared me so bad. Maybe we should do that, Gil. The day I, I come visit you. again, I'll uh, I'll bring that PS4 with me. Just leave it here. No. No. <laughs> yes, I need it. No. That's how I feel when people tell me they have like a copy of the the Skyward Sword like gold edition. I'm like, if you I also have the nunchuck. I, I I I always tell people I'm like, if you ever for any reason decide to sell that, I know you won't. But if you ever decide that you want to pawn that off to someone, please look me up as your first like. I I also have the box that all came in with the soundtrack city for the 25th anniversary. Yeah. See, if you ever decide you want to get rid of that for some ungodly reason, and you do not hit me up first, I will be very upset. Yeah, if I ever come across Glover for some strange reason, I'm just going to send it to <laughs> just Timber. Send it to Timber. If they were cheap, if I could find like a bunch of copies of Glover, I would just pack them in a box and send them to him. <laughs> yeah. Just like do box and box and box of like wrap things as he opens this a copy of Glover. Oh my god, that would yeah. be so fun. I'm going to just silicone tape it together and just I'd put say, foil. I'd say I shouldn't say that in here, but we already know Timber doesn't listen to the podcast, so. Yeah. Or I just cut it all out. Don't matter. <laughs> oh man, that would be fun. Yeah, turns like the next time I go to Japan, if I ever see Japanese Glover, I'm gonna buy it for him. Guraba, Guraba. Trying to see, I don't see any. I don't see any other news at the moment, except for people. Um, I know that people who pre-ordered Xenoblade are having it delayed because of shipping issues. Yeah, they said that was going to be a possibility. They, like, up front when um, the game was announced, they're like, it's supposed to be coming out this day. They're like, but with issues and, like, you know, um, yeah. like, or, you know, because with everything with coronavirus um, outbreak and, like, because, like, all their stuff's, like, made in China, um, I believe they said there is a possibility for delays on that because production was behind and also shipping is taking longer. Yeah. So they did, they did say that when they announced it. Yeah. That's a game that I'm I'm going to buy as soon as I am able. I want that. I want that. They there's a rumor that Metroid Prime Trilogy might be coming at, coming to Switch soon. Uh-huh. We might be hearing about that soon-ish. I believe it when I hear it. But it apparently showed up like in a Swedish retailer shop. So like usually once it pops up on a shop, it tends to be real-ish. Like there's like a higher chance of it being real. But we'll see. I don't know. Those are like that's like the only other news thing I can think of that really happened. It's been kind of quiet. Like, well, just nothing's happening right now. The only thing... I, I know this doesn't really go for your audience, but Evo got hella delayed to over yep. weekends. And it's interesting because... So, they're doing weekend play, and it's only going to be the top players for all the Evo games. And it's funny that they're only bringing the top players for those games because, A, the netcode is shit. So... Mm-hmm. The, the, there's no way they're going to do netcode for Smash. There's no way they're going to do netcode for Tekken or anything like that because it's all shit because mm-hmm. the Japanese netcode is just bad. Mm-hmm. But they're doing online tournaments for all the American games. So Killer Instinct, Skullgirls, I think Power Rangers Battle for the Grid is also going to be for the... Really? That's there? Yeah, I think that's going to be for the for the online portions for EVO. Well, they had to grab whatever game that has a strong fighting game community. <laughs> mm. 
I'm just surprised to hear Power Rangers has one. That makes me happy. I just it's something I want to play, but I don't want to spend money on it until they add more characters because it had like it's a three on three fighting game, and there mm-hmm. was I think ten characters at launch or some weird number where you could not make four distinct teams. Yeah, well, the all the DLC characters that they have right now, like it, it's it's really good. I really do enjoy Eric because he's basically Virgil. How he plays in Marvel, so... Um, which one's Eric? Qua- Quantum. Okay. So... I so say you're gonna have to give me, um... Like, color... The, the actual color. <laughs> <laughs> so, he plays really... He plays exactly like Virgil. And he, it's funny, because the person that plays him is Virgil. Oh, really? Yeah, he voices Virgil for any new thing, so... <laughs> it's such a weird mixture of, of um... Of characters for, for Battle for the Grid, it's like Draken. Uh, let's see. Well, it makes Power sense like, because the whole it's the 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 bare bones story of it is literally the Shatter of the Grid. Right, right. The sh- it's just the, the characters grid, they have so. are weird because it's like you would think they'd have like all from like one team or like one from each color. No, no, they don't. No, they don't. And like yeah. the like the DLC is also like Time Force Pink. Zeo Gold, Lord Zed, um, MMPR Red with the Dragon Shield, Dracon yeah. 2, um, Kimberly Hart, the original Pink Power Ranger, Tommy Oliver, the white one, um, Doggy Kruger, <laughs> SPD Shadow, yeah. Time Force Quantum, and Dai Shi, who I don't know who this is. He's the evil villain for for Jungle Fury. Exactly, Jungle Fury. <laughs> I don't know Jungle Fury. I, it's what, it's funny because I'm like, oh, Jungle Fury. It would make more sense to have a lot of them. <laughs> like, I don't I don't like Jungle Fury suits, and I didn't... What was that? What was it called in Japanese? Geki Ranger. Geki Ranger. So, like, I never had any interest in Geki Ranger. It, it's funny because, like, Geki Ranger is the just the martial arts thing, but they, they had to change the morphers because the original Geki Ranger morphers were fist where gloves like actual gloves and then they didn't want kids like hitting each other so they made it into yeah, so sunglasses. They made sunglasses they're really ugly yeah right, here, here's it's, the other ones let's see jungle fury wolf ranger the black lion ranger which i guess mm-hmm. is also from um jungle fury samurai mm-hmm. red 2 super mega force yellow mastodon sentry oh the uh, the movie blue ranger the super the samurai red too is the the sister so yeah that's which is cool that they put the only female red character in mm-hmm. um the cat ranger is in there for some reason from spd yeah um, they, they want doogie <laughs> let's see um white mystic force so it just it honestly just feels like such a weird grab bag like some make sense but some don't <laughs> yeah like it's it's interesting because like the the characters that they decided to pull powers from and how they represent them in the game it's very interesting it's very marvel marvel versus capcom 2 like so Mm -hmm. you can see like certain ranges certain how certain people play like like just like i said pretty much quantum ranger is virgil and it's just i just identifiably funny that he his the character that he voices in in devil may cry is the exact character that he played as and there's another character that's basically spider-man or wesker because his special is he zooms around the screen, so. We have completely lost fangirl in this conversation. <laughs> no, I, I mean, 
here, but... Yeah, she just, she's been completely gone. As soon as Power Rangers happened, she probably just like zoned out and started staring at her feet. <laughs> I, I just hear a jet engine just nothing, whoosh right as over As if I have <laughs> nothing better to look at than my feet? Wow. <laughs> How boring do you think I am? Should I answer that? Well, you clearly keep asking me back, so it can't be that boring. You either value my opinion or my company somehow. I mean, that could just mean that you're slightly more interesting than Timber. I mean, that's yeah. fair, but still. <laughs> <laughs> he doesn't listen to this. He won't hear me say that. <laughs> Depends on how, yeah, nice, that's really... how nice you want to be. No, I I just... I, <laughs> I never... I didn't grow up with Power Rangers. It was never... Like, I... Remember how I said I had, like, my feet in the weeb pool? That's that's just where they've <laughs> constantly stayed. Like, I, I like anime and stuff like that. I've just never been able to get into it. I haven't even watched a- Avatar I've seen Last one Camper. anime before. Huh? I've seen one anime before. I've actually seen several now. None of them have been Avatar. Avatar. Oh, the last Ra- Avatar. Random. Okay, this is just, this is, no, it's not political. It's It's stupid cultural stuff. Okay, what does several mean to you? Several? Yeah, like what? Give give me a ballpark number for several. Like a group of five to seven. Okay, yeah, more than five. Yeah. Okay, let me see. Let me find this that I posted the other day. It, it, I would say like. Oh God, I forgot. Yeah, more than five, but no more than seven. Okay, this was a Twitter um, thing. It's like you might be interested because of something in my state. Because I get all the stuff that's just like <laughs> trending things for Missouri and St. Louis. It said. Several customers exposed as Missouri hairstylists test positive for COVID-19. How many customers do you think? It says several. I, I, I'm not going to answer this because I've seen this headline. Okay, what do you think, Ken? Mm, around seven. Okay. Second line after that. At least 140 customers may have been exposed <laughs> to COVID-19 after two stylists at Great Clips in Springfield, Missouri. Of course it was Springfield, Missouri. That tested like positive. several squared. I like I just like screenshotted the whole thing, screenshotted several customers, and then screenshotted at least 140 customers. That's several not what hundred. several mean. <laughs> several what? If they would have said like several groups of 20, I'd be like, okay. Several cubed. It's just like, this is not what several means. And I'm like, of course, it's Springfield, Missouri. If you know what Springfield, Missouri is, it's basically um, a terrible place. I don't, if, you list, if you listen to this and you're in Springfield, I'm sorry. But that's where, my, um, that's where my girlfriend and friends and everything went to college, so I had to go visit there. And my sister lived there for a period of time. It's basically the top of the Bible Belt, mm-hmm. I think. And ooh, it's um, it's a place. Um, yeah, there were um. So at least in St. Louis, I think it is, or at least in the county, you can't have any like adult shops or anything like that. And um, during in some parts of the state, and once you get more south, you can't have tattoo parlors. What in between St. Yeah, like in some places, I think it's Oklahoma, I think you can't have any tattoo parlors. And like once you get further south, um, I think some places don't allow them because of like puritanical, like leftover laws, stuff like that. But how are all these girls supposed to get like cross tattoos on their lower back? (laughs) You you just go up to St. Louis for it. But in between (laughs) St. Louis and like um, Springfield are a ton, a ton of adult shops and um, tattoo parlors. One of them is called Big Lou's. <laughs> so on the way, I look over and it's a Big Lou's like sex emporium or something. I'm like, huh? Is that what my future holds? Can I tell? Is running a? Can I tell you something funny? Yeah. So we've got one in town, um, named Big Earl's, and it's a very nondescript <laughs> building. 
you know, as, as you do with that kind of establishment. And um, it opened recently and Odin was out driving, like every now and then we just go for a drive to get out of the house and the kids were with him and he happened to say, oh, the, the place is open. And apparently my child whips her head around, looks at him and she goes, I thought that was a barbecue place. <laughs> I'm like, no, no. I mean, there's there's one one specific naming convention that goes to two different places. Yep. Barbecue in sex shops. Yep, that's it's And you so never I'm you like, never quite know what you're gonna get. And maybe if they really wanted to make a killing on the market, they would combine the two. You're both. Who knows? Yeah. Oh god, oh god. <laughs> like so I'm I'm I don't live. I, I live on an island in the middle of the of the of the ocean, so none of our adult shops have that kind of condensation. They just literally just say, "Centrally yours, Tenga Tenga Premium." I mean, welcome to the Tenga Midwest. Premium. Like, like, there's a legit Izakaya place, like a beer garden place, in the most populated town that has a gacha that just sells tanga. And then little children are like... I don't know what these words mean. So Tenga is a brand of um, masturbatory products. Oh, fun. Okay. <laughs> Specifically male masturbatory products. So I, We're going to earn that E today. We're going to earn that E. <laughs> when I was working nearby that Izakaya, which is a, a beer garden place. Uh-huh. I know what that is. Yeah. <laughs> The the children kept on saying, "What's a tanga? Oh no! What's a tanga? Why are there eggs? Why does it have swirls on it?" And I'm like, "No, children, no!" Oh my god! And it's just so funny because all the Japanese people just laugh because they look at it and they're like, "Why is this just out in the open?" <laughs> wow! God. And that's my attic for the day, and I'm not gonna. <laughs> I'm not going to say anything else. Jesus Christ. I, I love driving to different cities and seeing, like, the billboards for it because it just, it, especially in the Midwest, because you will inevitably see one billboard advertising some political stance with, like, pictures of children and this and this and this. And then not even a mile away, you are guaranteed to see another billboard advertising an adult shop. You are guaranteed yeah, to that's see an- one. And it's, it's That's another thing yeah. that I need to, like... I, I, I need to take pictures of because it's illegal to have it here in Hawaii. Billboards, that is. So, uh, obviously, even if we have five billboards, that covers, like, the span of the entire <laughs> But <laughs> I just like looking at billboards because it's just so... I'm like, huh, I never thought of it like this because it's so brand new to me. And, yeah, it's uh, interesting because a lot of it is, like, did you get injured? You're you're liable yes. to you call my law firm and get, yes. get this. I'm always I, I like billboards too because I'm always entertained by who will pay to get one. So <laughs> we should move on our questions. Yes. Yeah, we're so far from games. <laughs> That's okay. We just we like honestly just need to do episodes that are just off topic in betweens. Yeah. We're all like, starved for social interaction. <laughs> I mean, honestly, like, I am going to see my friends and family maybe this weekend coming up. Um, I haven't seen my friends in a while, but I've just, I'm just at my apartment all the time now. I've had no one to talk to but, like, my family for two months now. And Same. They, 
we vaguely talked about traveling to see some people and like going over to see my, my brother-in-law and my mom who live here in town just have, you know, cause like we feel safe going around them again and then going, traveling to see Odin's family. And I was kind of like, I want to go. I also just want you to go and I can stay here. <laughs> <laughs> so. All right. So for questions, yes. <laughs> <laughs> so for questions, um, in my Discord server, that's the Kyoryu Hunter, or sorry, the Kyoryu Hackers Discord server in the Ask Kyo section, I ask people to ask us questions so we can answer on here. Um, we have a few. Let's see. Our first one was from Chiriku. Do you prefer silent protagonists over protagonists that can portray a personality, and if so, why? Really depends on the type of game. Yeah, um, it just depends. If it has a like set story where like your choices don't matter that much, like I don't think there's any reason for the Persona series to have um silent protagonist anymore i don't think there's a reason for it because they kind of give them a, a defined one and then when they do um you know spin-off sequel stuff like that they just give the character a personality anyway like you narukami from four he has a set personality at this point there's no reason for him to not talk in the original game yeah he's big pimpin but the, but then in like Fallout and stuff like when they gave a voice to your character in Fallout Four, I think that was the thing that really ruined it because I don't think that game because that game is the character is supposed to be you or whatever you want. Yeah. I think once they added a voice to that character, you lost that aspect because my my character would not sound like this. They wouldn't. I don't like it when it swaps back and forth between looking at you and the character. I'd rather just do it in the first person thing anyway. It just it really depends on the game type. I, I was gonna say I yeah, think I it, agree. It, it just depends. Like, like for example, I really do like the original Dragon Age Origins, where it's mm. just a silent protagonist and you choosing what to voice. But on the other coin, I do like Mass Effect, where it's Shepard, but it's kind of half with that because you're you're kind of giving him what to say. So, Damn. like, who plays who plays who plays Mass Effect as as Bro Shep? What kind of monster does not play as Fem Shep? I guess I'm a monster because you really are. Like because <laughs> you always play as Femshep because Femshep is the true Shep because Jennifer Hale is a much better voice actor than the dude that played the guy. Well, I always like picturing Male Shepherd with that weird fake smile that he does. Oh, he's great for memes. <laughs> look, look with your special eyes. Yeah. Wait, do you know that, fangirl? I'm sorry, what? Um, When Mass Effect, I think it was 3, came uh-huh. out. Yeah. They had a lot of like YouTube poops of that. Yes, I've seen them. Do you, you know the like look with your special eyes one? Vaguely. My brand. Vaguely. I've never played um. Mass Effect either, so I don't I like I didn't understand it, but I've seen that. Yeah. No, I I think it totally depends on the game. And I think I'm probably in the minority here where even if like I had a silent protagonist and they were suddenly given a voice, that wouldn't bother me because it's it's never been me all along. It's been me playing as them, and maybe yeah, I control their decisions, but that's not me. Hmm. So would you mind having Link have a voice for Breath of the Wild too? No, I wouldn't mind that. See, it depends for that. Like, it's kind of gotten the point where it's weird that Link doesn't talk to the point where they had to like see in my like mention it in Breath of the Wild that why he yeah, doesn't talk. I I feel like. Oh, yeah, I feel like that it's so weird that in Breath of the Wild that he didn't have a voice. See, the thing that the thing that has always bothered me about that when people say like, oh, he doesn't talk and everything like that in my world building, like 
this is just the kind of brain I have where I look at something and I see the bigger picture of like what you don't see because I, I write. He talks. You just never see it. Mm. Yeah, I, I just assume that's what's happening. Yeah. That we the, the memory that he has of of that time is just, I just finished saying my sentence and I'm waiting for a response from whoever I'm talking to happening. Or maybe happening. he's just quiet and he just doesn't Or he could just be lot. that awkward guy that's just like waiting for people to shut up so he can finally talk, but they never do. Right. Well, hey, that's me and season one of Bob Swords. <laughs> that's Timber now. Usually, he just says. <laughs> I mean, I, yeah. So it, in every game, when everybody's like, "Link is can't can't be mute," I'm like, "No, he's not. He talks. You just don't ever see it, you know, or you don't ever hear it." And I like that would not upset me if if I played a game, even a first person game, where my character didn't talk and I said everything for them, and then all of a sudden they had a voice. That would not bother me. But I think I'm in the minority with that because I've never like latched myself onto an avatar as like this is me. So except if I like design the character, then I then maybe I might if I get to pick like the characters looks and this and this and this, then I might latch them onto is this this is me. But in most games, you don't do that. You might pick a costume, but you know, it's weird because. Well, if they do pick a voice for Link, they're going to have to do a much better job than they did with uh, Samus and Metroid Other M. They're going to have to do a much better job because that is the standard for giving a silent protagonist a voice in the Nintendo universes. But didn't they they completely change her personality when they gave her a voice? Oh, they changed everything. Yeah, and that's not fair. Like, you have to stick with what the character's personality is or what their personality is in that game. Because, like, if we're talking specifically about Link, he is different people in each game. He has a different personality he, in each he game. He is different people. He is different people. I he can is work. a different person I, in every game. Yeah, so, but, like, in the case of Samus, it's Samus. Mm. Samus is always the same person. Right, and so for her them to completely change her personality like that, that's that's wrong, so... I knew exactly when I posted that you were going to be in here, and then I saw this question. I'm like, this is 100% targeted to fangirl. Who? And it's going to be about Zelda. <laughs> I knew, oh, well, I mean... I knew, it, I knew this question when I saw it was posted. I'm like, I know this is exactly going in because they knew you were here. But you can talk about... I mean, it, it doesn't right, right. just apply no, it's just to like, Zelda I knew games. it was a... But I knew it was a very fangirl-oriented question because of your association with, association with Zelda... That this is like it would fit the most because most of the games I play, the characters talk. Mm-hmm. You know, it's it's no one's associated with one like one franchise so much like you are, where the series is like the, or the protagonist is always quiet. Mm-hmm. But I, I mean, okay, so there is Link, and technically there was Samus, but are there mm-hmm. there's other games where the protagonist doesn't you can, speak. You can argue that like the Mario characters don't really speak because they don't speak in full sentences, and it's really weird when they do. That whole introduction to Super Mario Sunshine, like all of Sunshine's weird because everyone talks too much. Mm-hmm. The problem with Nint- with Mario characters is every character they have like a a voice or like the way they talk is meant for short quips. Right. But when they say full sentences. It starts to fall apart because, like, this is really weird. And I think that's and because they don't have any characterization. Yeah. So, like, when they talk, it's just like you're still doing the weird inflection all the time. Yeah. So it just sounds like a cartoon character. Yeah. Mario Mario doesn't have any characterization. I think Luigi has more characterization than Mario does. 
the best way of them voice acting was um the Mario Luigi Superstar Saga, like that whole what where they were like blah 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 blah, where like they just like kind of mumble something with a fake Italian accent for a second, right. and then also Luigi's Mansion, how um Egad just like has like a couple phrases he like repeats over and over again in his dialogue. Yeah, that that oh, that works. But if they said full sentences again, I just no. Yeah. Don't. No, I agree. I think I think it entirely depends on the genre, and there's some genres that I don't think would work unless the protagonist talked of, of some sort. So mm-hmm. there's that opposite spectrum too. Like if you suddenly had a protagonist like Snake, for yeah. if you suddenly had him where he didn't talk and it was entirely your perspective, I think that would be weird to go. In oh, the that's called Metal Gear Solid Five because is it, and, Metal Gear. And isn't that isn't that <laughs> generally regarded as like a weaker entry? Yep. Oh, it's the weakest entry because they did that. Like, gameplay you wise, it's it. so. gameplay wise, it's fine for a while, but then it gets really repetitive and boring. Mm-hmm. But like all the story is like relegated to tapes, and yeah. most I don't I'm not, I'm not listening to that. Just I'm not going to listen to the tape if it's not in a cutscene. I don't care. Right. Yeah. It's, like Keith or Sutherland's entire voicing of Snake was probably an entire afternoon mm-hmm. of him just reciting lines or going he grumbles a little bit <laughs> he did a bad job yeah anyway we have another question from black shotgun do you wish there were any better games released during quarantine since everyone's getting um, burnt out of animal crossing um they released a bunch of games during quarantine yeah they I did mean, i mean we got resident evil 3 mm-hmm. we got final fantasy 7 we got animal crossing um, yeah, a lot of games Persona. have been on sale. Persona Royale came out recently-ish. Like, a lot of games came out. I just think everyone went so hard on Animal Crossing, especially new players to the series. Mm-hmm. If you don't yeah. know what Animal Crossing is, and you're like, well, I want it all now, which is fine. You can play it however you want. But if you decide you want all of it now, and you're going to, like, you know, play too much of it, basically, if that's even a thing, I think there is... Burnout. There's no wrong way to play Animal Crossing, but there is a better way to play and that's really just accepting how the game is and just knowing, like, yeah, this sucks that I have to wait till tomorrow to do this, but, like, it's supposed to be something you play for a few hours every day. Yeah. Like, I mean, I'm completely guilty of playing it for, like, 13 hours, like, in a day. I've done that before. Mm-hmm. i played all day before. Mm-hmm. But, like, I'm not out of... St- I'm not not out of stuff to do, but, like, a lot of my stuff now is just rearranging things, you know, keeping up maintenance on the thing, waiting for new updates. Mm-hmm. If you don't go too hard on it, you won't burn burn out. Mm-hmm. And that's why I think a lot of people did. Everyone just burned out because, like, I even put a villager up on villager swap yesterday, and no one, no one, no bites on it. And it's not even like I know it's not one of like the top ten villagers that everyone has the same ten of. Yeah. But like, she's not an ugly one. But like, I don't think people care as much anymore because everyone's start- like all the new people are starting to burn out, and all the people who've always played Animal Crossing are like they're into their like routine now. Yeah. And I think that's what I like about it, because I don't feel burned out. But I also think that maybe maybe they're referencing the fact that there have been a couple games that were supposed to be released, if not around this time, at least this year, and those have now been delayed. Which, mm. I can understand the reason for delaying a game. I, okay, actually, I can't. I can understand the reason for delaying a movie, because mm. you take your hits in the movie theater... But to delay a game, unless you have delays in production where because you couldn't actually have people go into the office and finish the game, which that, I feel like... That's what a lot of it has been. Yeah, and I feel like even that's a little sketchy because out of all the things you could do remotely, 
I feel like game design would be one of them, but that's that's probably just me being optimistic. A lot of it, the reason why um the stuff has been like with the like the delays of people working, um you know from home or whatever, is everyone signs an NDA, and you yes. cannot guarantee that no one will can get into someone's home internet. That's very true. I think that's one of the things is you can't um yeah you can't guarantee that. Yeah. And so I wonder if maybe they maybe Shotgun was referencing the fact that like there there were supposed to be games that were coming out. The, the primary one that I'm thinking of is I know a lot of people are just, um, a little upset about the fact that The Last of Us Two has been delayed again. You know, mm. well is it's still coming out like what in a couple weeks? I think yeah, so. In a couple weeks. Yeah. I mean, yeah, it's I, supposed to be mid June. But that was later. It was supposed to be out. I think still. like this weekend or something. Yeah. Yeah. But but like I think, and I think it's. I think Animal Crossing has also fallen prey to the the what's popular right now, where, like you said, there yeah. have been other games released during quarantine, but since that is the one everybody's playing, that's the one that's been getting the most attention, where the other ones, like, haven't gotten as much attention. I mean, there's all kinds of indie games that have been released, if that's your thing. A lot of people don't like indie mm-hmm. games. Like, um... Also, Animal Crossing's never come out during a time like this where right. it would be this heavily played. It's always played a lot, but like I've never had this much interaction with other people with it. Mm-hmm. I've never like it was like me, my girlfriend, and like maybe one other friend. Like, like New Leaf, I never played this much, mm-hmm. and I played 150 hours of New Leaf, but that was over the course of a year. I'm at like over like I think over 300 hours now, yeah, and it's been like two months. Yeah, the game highly but, encourages like, community, which like makes me feel kind of bad for um my my girl child because she she played new leaf but when she played new leaf she played it all by herself because nobody else mm. had it so she didn't have any friends and she actually just bought it for one of her friends so they could play together but like on on new horizons she's relying entirely on me to mm. like she because like, she doesn't be- have any other friends who have a switch and so like if she goes to other people I, people's islands it's because i know them and they're very welcoming to her but she's kind of like this isn't my friend this is this is yeah. my mom's friend oh god i can't i'm uh you know she's probably like cringing at the idea of it but still and like even if she was in school right now too like even though someone doesn't have a switch it would be a bit more normal like if things were back to normal right now maybe one of their friends might have gotten a switch yes. because you know Mm-hmm. Like, um, because like switch lights are currently like it's hard to find one. Well, yep. like if people are out of work right now, they're not going to buy new hardware for their kids, even if it's something they you know they want that the kid you know would enjoy. Yeah, you can't. But like if it was normal, them. they're like oh you know we'll buy them they get and then they could play with their friend and they could play on you know after school all weekends whatever. Right. But now since like no one's buying anything, yeah, and now you can't buy it anyway. You can't find one, and you can't get it repaired either because the repair mm-hmm. yeah. So, but I think it's just you know looking. So. Yeah, there are other games that just if you're looking for specific things, like they've either been delayed, I mean, other games came out, like we said, there's like two big RPGs just came out, Resident Evil 3, I mean, that's a year mileage may vary because that game is terrible. Um, I still want to play A bunch of so indie bad. games have come out. Huh? <laughs> I said I still want to play Resident Evil 3 so Oh, bad. I mean, it's it's kind of like trashy horror movie, that one, because it's like, it's bad, but it's yeah. like, it's, it's fine, it's fun enough. It's just like, as a remake, it's terrible. Yeah. I don't... Like it to even call it RE three is almost it's almost sacrilegious to even associate that with the original one, just because of like how not like the original game it is at all. To the fact that like half the original game is missing mm-hmm. and just completely changed. Like it's not a remake. It's it's more in line with a reboot yeah. or a remix. Yeah, I just want to play it because I 
am into that series now, so I want to play them all. Anyway. But yeah, just like honestly, just look around. Like if like there are a lot of good games that have come out. You just if you only like say your Switch is your main system and you don't play things or anything else. Yeah, it's gonna suck. You're gonna have to look at like the games that just released on the eShop, which is a nightmare. Which but, I mean, there's a lot of good stuff came out. Which is is also fair because that is a problem that Nintendo has in general, where it's like they need to do something about release, that eShop. It's so bad. They release like a whole bunch of big games for like they'll release a Fire Emblem game and a Zelda game and a Mario game and Animal Crossing and this and this and this. They'll release their niche games. But they'll all do it kind of like in one fell swoop, and then there's mm-hmm. like dead silence for a year. Yep. So, I mean, we have more, like in in uh, what do you call it? Xenoblade's coming out soon. Maybe Metroid might be coming out. There's stuff on the horizon as well. If you only have a Switch, it's just yeah. Um, build a model kit. Yeah, honestly, I'm using all this time to catch up on my backlog. Like I, all these mm-hmm. games, I wouldn't have played or completed or try to do platinums for trophies if I just didn't have the time. Like, I wouldn't have probably played Days Gone. I would have probably delayed it a lot more. Right. Or or just do it over time. Same for, like, Final Fantasy VII Remake and Persona 5. I don't think I would have been able to finish those games if it wasn't for the time that we have right now. Hmm. I'm curious, this is just like side thing, I'm curious how much piracy has increased in the past like month and a half. Oh boy. Because like, people, sure ar- <laughs> uh, yeah. like, people are just sitting around and like no one has money or job, so like how much has piracy increased? Because sure like a I, lot of ROMs were going around. Oh yeah. Because like I can't currently go and look for any retro games at the moment. Yep. Like, and I'm, even the shops that open, I don't want to go to them, because, I mean, it's all grody. They're, like, most of those are not places people are going to be wiping down anything. Just carry a can of Lysol so, like, with you. God. So, like, yes, yeah, so I'm curious about that. No, I imagine it's a lot. And not just for games. Let's see, we have one other question, which is actually kind of an interesting one, surprisingly. Um, Barry asks... Do you think there will ever be a full transition to digital video games with physical either completely gone or reserved for special editions? I think physical media people are always going to be around because even with internet becoming better, console um, internet services are still really bad. Mm-hmm. They're like so like the download speeds for PSN have a max download and upload speed. It's not very fast. You can have you can have fiber internet and it won't be that much faster than anyone else's because it still maxes out. Mm-hmm. Xbox Live is better, but like I still feel like it takes forever to download from them. Like Steam takes no time. Honestly, downloads from the Nintendo eShop aren't that bad, but the thing is, the system's only 32 gigabytes, and then you you um can only get a card for as big as exists. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, eventually, maybe, but I think it's going to take several more decades, and with the way that um, digital rights management works in the United States, um, and just like you don't own digital games, I don't think it will fully take over. But I, I, I don't think I, so either. I, I, I don't think so. Like the the physical media people are going to literally die hard for this. And the whole PT thing will probably happen again yeah. where we're not going to we lost the licensing to have this person's likeness to be up. Well, if you didn't buy the game then, too bad. I'm sorry yep. kind of thing. And mm-hmm. I like in this question to like print media where it's you know it's a constant question are books dying out since you can get ebooks now are newspapers dying out because you can get everything online and 
there are still some people who prefer to hold a book physically in their hand and like the newspaper and everything. So I think that there will always be a space for the physical copies. And I think that's a good thing because of what you just mentioned, Ken. There's a risk of losing the the access to that game if it's complete. Well, actually, I, I wonder if it would be safer if, you know, you had a physical copy and the access to a digital copy. Mm. That would almost yeah. be a safer bet to, as far as keeping it from yeah, a preservation standpoint. And then I also think of, oh, well, if you do an ebook, well, if the author written something in the original copy that several years from now might seem offensive yep. they take it out or does that lose the integrity of what the author originally was putting there even though he didn't mean it or he or she didn't mean it at the and time? I see I have very strong opinions about that because I don't think that they should remove those things from books because I think it's mm. it can be used as a teaching opportunity for this is how it was back then this was considered normal and standard and now we have evolved and therefore this is offensive now mm. i think it's important to recognize where we have been to see how we grow in the future imagine yeah. going back and taking out all the n-words from a um, uh, um a mark twain book right or not even or not even n-words yeah yeah just like you lose the entire cultural mm -hmm. Like it, yeah, it's terrible. We don't we use those. We we shouldn't be using words like that now. But you lose the entire cultural context of that was acceptable yep. then, and like even in To Kill a Mockingbird, that was acceptable. And what was was that like within the past fifty years? Yep. Was that set? Mm -hmm. And yeah. I think you lose yeah. effectiveness of the original media if you re if you remove that because then you're not seeing it from a cultural perspective. You're trying to if you want to rewrite To Kill a Mockingbird within today's frame of cultural perspective, make a new story and rewrite it, you know, use something that's offensive mm. today to, to get a shock value and determine why it's offensive. Then that's, that's a cultural thing. I have very strong opinions about this. Um, <laughs> I, I don't, I don't think those things should be changed. So yeah, not because I, I mean, I'm I, like, I, leave them in because freedom of speech. I think it's important to recognize how far we've come. Yeah, no, that's that's where I'm usually wanting it to be because we get to see our mistakes and yep. we can learn from them rather than just conceal it and hide it and be oblivious to it mm -hmm. kind of thing. And that's why I think um, there are certain games... Uh, Resident Evil 5 is a good example where it's not just the gameplay and everything that has aged bad. I've, I've, I haven't played that game, but I've heard that there are references even in that game where looking at it from today's lens, you're like, oof, how did that get by? You know? with mm. things and that's why i think it's important to to have access to those in the state that they were so that you can kind of see how things have developed so i think that there will always be space for both digital and physical copies because of that yeah especially with like some versions of games like preservation wise like you said they don't like you they you can lose them like just for i know it's a shitty um you know, um, example, but Destiny 1 Vanilla doesn't exist anymore. Mm -hmm. Even if you pop a yep. new disc of Destiny yep. 1 Vanilla, it doesn't exist anymore. Yep. When no they moved... Cave, nothing. <laughs> when they moved Destiny from Battle.net Battle to Steam, Destiny 2 Vanilla does not exist anymore on PC because mm -hmm. the whole thing had been changed. You can't... I, as far as I know, you can't, like, backpatch that because also it's online only. You have to connect to their servers unless they finally found a way to make fan servers for that. Probably not. Mm -hmm. But a lot of stuff doesn't exist. And like um, with a recent change to something, I think it was Diablo 2 or 3? No, I think it was Diablo 2. Um, 
or whatever one just got reforged. Um, a lot of stuff that worked before doesn't work anymore on those. I think the original versions are have been like patched, where like you can't play them online or get things the way you used to. I don't remember the modding community's been screwed up because of it. Yeah, I don't. So, like, preservation is a huge issue. I hope it was three because I've been recently thinking about downloading Diablo two again just because. Oh wait, I... it wasn't Diablo. Sorry, it was Warcraft. Though. Oh, Warcraft. Okay. But yeah, like a lot of those anyway, when they make a new version of it, like the old version sometimes disappears. Yeah. Oh or yeah, like if, reforged. <laughs> oh god, that, that shitstorm of a thing. Yeah, that was a, yeah, that's a clusterfuck right there. Yeah. I'm trying to think if there's are there any more questions. Not so much. It's always like the same few people that ask, but I do appreciate you guys asking questions. There were a couple of questions from Yang about Final Fantasy VII, but we did an entire like, uh, podcast about it. I think we might have answered your questions in there. So if you get to this and, I, and you don't didn't hear that, it probably was answered, at least in our discussion in the previous one. I can't speak to any of the questions because I have never played a Final Fantasy game. You might like that one. I don't know. Can I? Can you? Can you account share on PS4? Uh, that I do not know. I do want to play it. I, I plan I have... on I plan on getting it and playing it at some point. I just I'm trying to decide if I want to play the original and then the remake. So I, honestly, I just play the remake. Just That's play what play I've been told because it. I've said like I people who know me well just, are like you don't like turn based RPGs. Don't put yourself through that. Just play the remake. If yeah, anything, just play the remake. Play the remake and then eventually maybe watch a playthrough or just read up about the original story. That's fair. Like that's what I do sometimes. It's like I'm just gonna I'm just gonna fall down a rabbit hole of this. What did I do that with the other day? I'm just like, oh yeah, I felt uh, it was Final Fantasy VII remake. I just finished the game. I'm gonna fall down a fan theory rabbit hole on on uh, on Reddit. Bye. And I just went and did that for a few I hours. Love those days. Especially when people are starting like like argue back and forth. Like it didn't mean that any of this. I'm like yeah, this is. I love discourse. It's great. <laughs> But, um, yeah, that's it for questions. Um, anything else before we wrap up? Because it's been, <laughs> it's going to be about two hours long. I'm good. Yeah, you I'm can. Good. Even okay. if I am only marginally, marginally more entertaining than Timber, I do enjoy talking with you guys. Oh, yes. Yes, yes. I always know when you're on, it's going to be a long episode. <laughs> But thank you guys so much for listening to Podosaurus. Um, let's see. Fangirl, where can people find you? Uh, right now, people can find me on Twitch at um, twitch.tv backslash fangirl has no name. Um, I'm also on Twitter as legend of no one because my username was taken. Um, but that's where I am right now because if I do upload to, UR- or to YouTube, I don't have a custom URL. So we'll, mm. we'll, we'll get there eventually. Maybe. We'll see. And Ken, how about you? You can find me on my Japanese music-based podcast, Ongakadu. You can find it on all the Twitters and the Instagram. Just look up at Ongakadu. You can find the site that I report on called Ongakadu.com. You can also follow me on Twitter at OTYKen1. And where can we find you, Lou? And my name is Lou, but you can find me all over the internet at Cody Hunter. It's easier to spell than it is to say. I'm on Twitch, YouTube, um, Patreon. Patreon supports this series here. And then my YouTube series called Retrosaurus. The next episode going up, I believe, will be... I'm hoping it will be up in by the end of May. But I think it's going to be closer to the beginning of June. Just because I'm trying not to rush 
or else or else creativity will not work the last episode worked so well for me and i was so happy about it i don't i don't want to like regress so i'm like it, it will it will come out soon it will come out soon but i think it's going to focus on um the importance of art direction and featuring silent hill 3 yeah. specifically so that's why i'm working on that it could change but i i've written enough that that's pretty solid on there but yeah, everywhere Cody Hunter. Um, I play horror games, retro games, and bad games. Sometimes all three of them at one time. Specifically, things like Clock Tower Ghosthood, which I'm speedrunning. So look forward to that. I'll probably have some video- speedrun videos of that up on YouTube here soon once I get that route down and have a good time. And then I do actually want to do a video retro source about about uh, unloved games or terrible unloved games. But that's going to be somewhere in the future. But yeah, <laughs> I'll stop rambling now. Thank you so much for listening. Um, going forward, I don't think I'm going to do the YouTube version of this anymore just because it seems like everyone wanted it more of just on a download and it takes a lot of time and stuff for like the YouTube ones. If people want the YouTube ones, let me know. Tell me like at Twitter or something if you want me to keep doing them on YouTube. But if not, I'm just going to keep them on here. This should be listening. You can listen to this on Simplecast, iTunes, Spotify, google play it's on everything if there's another one people suggest let me know and i can add it to it but it just seems like this is the better way to go it's a better use of our time but yeah thank you so much for continuing to support and listen but yep that's it from us thank you so much and i hope you have a good one goodbye Bye. aloha